God. <laughs> no, that little, that little, uh, that notification is never going to get old. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> testing, 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 testing. Boys, can we hear each other? Are we good? We're live. We're live. Lovely, lovely. All right. Welcome back to Otaku Street. Chris, Jamal, Adam, and myself have returned. I believe this is episode six. You are correct. Good, good. We, we are here to talk about episode four of Joran, the princess of, is it blood and snow or snow and blood? I think snow, snow and blood. Yeah, snow and blood. Sorry, that title is incredibly long. It is. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are we today? Oh, I made it through a boring shift at work. I made it through. And I got a question for you guys. Have you guys ever wanted to be so close to Jesus? You wanted to taste him. So you thought about drinking some red wine to get close to Jesus. Because that's a conversation I had today. Please don't tell me somebody asked. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where you were going. I did not know where you were going with that at all. So, somebody was asking you to taste the blood of Christ, Jamal. <laughs> I was having a conversation with an acquaintance of mine at work. And then it was just a boring day. And then we started talking about like wine and shit. And then she was talking about how she liked white wine. I was talking about, like, oh, I like red. And she was talking about, like, how much wine she has, like, in a week or, like, a day or something. And then it went to talk about, like, oh, I want to drink red wine on the holidays because, like, Jesus. I'm like, oh, because, like, the blood of Jesus and red is like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes I want to be, like, meditating, like, at peace. And I want to, like, get close to Jesus. So I, like, drink some red wine. Like, I'm like, oh, so you, like, want a menu? He's like, yeah, you know, I just want to like taste him. I was like, okay. I just want to taste him. <laughs> Conversations with this person always is fantastic. It's always interesting <laughs> to say the least. Dang, bro. He took you to church and you don't even go to church. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sounds like you're having a great time, Jamal. No, that sounds like a horrible time. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> but see, I was so bored that. It was something that they passed the time. Add some spice to the day. Yes, exactly. It was the entertainment for today. Mm-hmm. For sure. Until this came along. Until I came with the boys. Do you ever have those uh, those coworkers that like don't know when to stop speaking? Yes. Like you try to escape conversations and they just they can't stop. Yes. Like yep. there's no there's yep. no there's no place for you to exit and they end up telling their life story about things that you never asked exactly yes is, is, is it that type of person no she knows when to stop or else i make it obvious there i do have a different co-worker here he will tell me his whole life story about like he's an old dude he'll tell me about like maybe his wife maybe he'll talk about like his past and music i'm like like it's interesting like he's a cool dude but i'm like all right this conversation has gone on long enough and I've heard this before. So I'm ready to like do something else now. I hope he's not listening to the pod. I hope not. Not that I know of. <laughs> you embarrass the shit out of him. This is your best friend, it sounds like. Pretty much. Ah, uh, debatable. But anyways. God, he's going to be so mad when he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably years later. 
like I said, what were you talking about? <laughs> Nani? You said you liked my story. Was episode six the beginning about me? Oh, oh, oh. Bye. In the exit stage last. <laughs> All right. So, Chris, you recently finished the episode. Well, you finished the episode most recently, right? Because that's what we're waiting for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want you making it seem like Chris is the only one that has been catching up because all three of us outside of Jamal. All of us watched episode four today, literally like 20 minutes ago. No, no, no. I know, but I'm saying I was going to, you ain't let me finish. Damn. I was going to say, since he is the freshest of mind with the show, I was going to ask initial reactions. Ah, fair. So. Mind fucking blown. They definitely went all out with this episode. It was like climax to the fucking max. I was like, Jesus Christ. I knew at the end of episode three that this episode was going to be good. Because, uh, you know, we were coming to a head with the kidnapping um, and all that shit going on. So I was like, okay, something good is going to happen. But I know it was going to go to those extremes that we got to in this episode. So I was quite pleased. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I even sent it in the group chat. I was like, that was more satisfying than I thought it would be. And Wope, you also made a good point, like before we started recording, that that might actually be to the detriment of the series. Granted, I'm sure we're going to get some like, you know, even crazier stuff. Just judging on how soon things escalated just in episode four. And I think they're already on like episode nine. So we have some catching up to do. But we're going to wait to like talk about, you know, the big reveal, I guess is what we want to call it but just as kind of like a spoiler like shit just escalated way too fast for my liking yeah because i didn't expect it to get to the point where it got to this soon like at episode four but then while watching the opening i didn't notice that when it shows the title like in how all animes do it said book one i don't remember what the title of the book was but i'm like okay well so is it going to change mid-season or are we going to get a whole another season? It just said book one. I'm thinking like it's doing some type of Avatar The Last Airbender style or mm-hmm. where this has like, you know, different, I don't know, different stories or different arcs. Maybe it might be different stories like The Legend of Korra, but it might be one overarching story or like one long story, but like different arcs like The Last Airbender. I don't know. So I think I saw that. I think I, I looked at the Wikipedia article and there's 12 episodes but the way the article was phrased, it seemed as if like the 12 episodes are it for this book one or season one or whatever you want to call it. So we're a third of the way there. Quick recap. She went to go rescue. Uh, how do you say it? It's Asahi. Yes. Her, her yeah. little sister, daughter, kidnappy, whatever you want to call her, hostage. She went to go save her. Jin tried to stop her. And I was a little confused at that part where they like had like that little face off and it didn't look like he hit her, but I guess he knocked her out. I Maybe he didn't draw his sword. I guess the Sheetha's sword like hit her hard where knocked her out or something like that. That's what I'm guessing. He did draw a sword because he didn't know entirely whether Sawa was going to like full on attack him or not. But mid mid lunge when they both lunged at each other, she didn't go for a kill blow. So all he did was he took the uh, the guard of the sword and like 
jammed it into her into her stomach like an uppercut to the gut kind of deal like just a body shot okay yeah i was hoping to see that fight it looked like something serious about to happen but then nothing happened i'm like oh y'all are teasing me with all these fights between sawa Mm -hmm. and everybody else and then it doesn't happen oh they hooked you up later jamal they did i was very satisfied i don't think i was i don't think i was satisfied and i'm gonna get to that so after Jin tries to, I guess he was taking her elsewhere. And all of a sudden, the dogs with the bombs. Why? Where? How? The demon dogs? Koto came with them. And then like, yep, yeah, where the fuck you going with my bitch? And then, you know, he stole her back. Yeah, they were planted by Makoto and uh, Janome. Is that his name? Janome, yeah. Yeah. Janome. Janome! <laughs> that's gonna come later but that was by far the most anime scream i've heard since attack oh Titan. yeah it's been a while there there was some there was some power in that some pain in that screen <laughs> right ready for smoke on oh, sight <laughs> so uh, makoto kidnaps her she wakes up in janame's lab or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. yeah. like I, I, you couldn't really tell it's a thing about the anim- uh, about the animation. There wasn't really like a scope of how big the room they were in was. I think it was really, really big. It seemed like endless. Yeah, it looked like a mansion hall almost. Yeah. Well, so if you recall later in the episode, they revealed that it was in like the basement of a water uh, treatment center, like an abandoned water treatment center. That's right. Okay. Ironic for that to be on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The scope was big. At first, I was like, it just seems like a hallway, but then it opened up, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, in typical anime fashion, it, the scale isn't really accurate to the previous scene, but right. take that with a grain of salt. It is just one of those things that you just kind of have to deal with, with with an anime of this. I don't want to say... It, it's a weird thing about the quality of the anime, and I'm not sure I like it, but we can get into that later. So she wakes up, she and John may have their little Wait, back and on. forth. I want to. I want to mention this. I like how we figure out the bird's name is Nana, and the fact that no, the no, Karasumori yeah. clan. It's kind of like the Inazuka clan, like Kiba's clan in Naruto, where it's like, all right, every person in the clan has a, yeah. a dog. Yeah. Oh, and I looked this up because I was like wondering something, and then I was so Karasum. Kara means crow, so I know how we mentioned in. Episode one, how we thought it was a raven, but it's actually a crow. You said Kara? Karasu is crow in Japanese, so hence her last name, Karasumori. Mm. Okay. But continue. I just wanted to mention that. (laughs) All right. So they have their little back and forth. He reveals that he kept one of her family members. I believe it's her brother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He kept her brother alive. That was wild. So he was trying to get their blood. Mm-hmm. That that was who was in her flashback. That's who he, she right. was talking to about. Oh, that's who was teaching yeah, her. Yeah, about, about the birds and that she was going to get one eventually. Yeah, that's why the flashback showed her brother. Um, and then also in their back and forth conversation, Janame and Sawa, he was saying, like, you misunderstand, like, what I'm trying to do. Like, she thought that he just killed her clan just because. But it was honestly, like, he was trying to... From what I took from it, he like he said that he worshipped them because of their blood. So what he was trying to do is like extract their blood and save the world in a way. 
I don't know. He, it's that he has like political aspirations because they're they're under the control of that. Oh my God, I don't want to butcher his name. Tokigawa Yoshinobu. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sweet. So I actually looked him up. He's a real person. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned this. Oh yeah, but you weren't there in that episode. Oh yeah, episode three. Now I was here. Yeah, yeah. Jamal gave us a whole history lesson. Oh yeah, I remember that. If you want to people that history lesson, listen to episode two of the Talk Street podcast. Hey, great plug, Jamal. <laughs> hey, episode two. Yes. Yeah, episode two. Fucking previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> two episodes ago. Oh man. Uh, well, so, mm, not quite. Cause well, oh yeah, two episodes. This is episode four. Never mind. Then. Yeah. So uh, back to where we were in the story. So I thought that this part was well animated. And uh, once again, we had one of the best anime yells of all time. Gentlemen! That shit was great. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go. I Finally. felt that shit. <laughs> she saw. Yeah, she saw his back and like, oh, it's on. Gentlemen! <laughs> and then was ready, but then was cut short because Asahi was the captive and she can't leave Asahi alone. Can we talk about uh, the what she was cap- captive in real quick? Why, yeah, why was she wrapped up in multiple boa constrictors? The fuck is going on? Because Janome wants to be Orochimaru so bad. That's what I was <laughs> that is exactly, That's exactly where I was going with this. I was like, this is his MO to a T. Dude, I was I was literally about to say he wants immortality. He's obsessed with snakes. He has like a gaunt, really weird face. He's incredibly pale. He's like a scientist of some sort. He turned himself into a snake. Like, I don't, like, this is. This, this episode was just all <laughs> he over. He stole the place. his whole flow. Like, it's crazy because the pacing of the show up until this point has been very slow and methodical. And then all of a yes. sudden, all of a sudden, John Amay is like, oh, I'm a Naruto villain. So <laughs> he just has snakes everywhere, turns himself into a snake. I'm like, dog, what is up with anime villains and snakes? And and like he went boss mode like immediately. Like I just found out motivations for Homegirl's character in episode three. Like, oh, I need to kill this guy because he's responsible for killing my parents. Oh, okay, cool. And we think, oh, this is gonna be, you know, the journey. Not nah, next yeah. episode, we're here. And here's my other thing. If he is just now perfecting this this concoction or whatever it is that is turning him into this, uh, the changeling is what they're calling it, right? Yeah. The hybrid snake thing. Yeah. How is he so good at fighting? How how is how was he whooping her ass? He was working the shit out of her. He was like, this, this fight is futile. Yeah. I can only assume that like, this wasn't the first time that he's tried it. And that's, that's why he had his, uh, or he had uh, Sawa's brother alive this entire time. Like, cause there are multiple vials with the coagulated blood or whatever right but he he said that um oh my god oh man i don't want to misquote this show but i think there was something about her blood being stronger better quality or like pure it's more pure yeah there we go that was after she transformed and which by the way i love how like when so like going into the fight like the normal anime style is like very traditional like it's still artsy but it's more traditional 
where they're just like talking and like they draw their swords and they're just normal people. But then when she transformed, yeah, the frames are very slow. Exactly. And then she got Nana on her shoulder and then she transformed. And then I love how like the edges of her, of her lines were like all jagged. Mm -hmm. Like they weren't like straight cut, like solid lines anymore. And I love that they change up the art style when a transformation happens. They, they had that art style like all the way through that scene, like when it cut back to Janome, his, his shit was the same way. I, I felt you, Adam. I was like, oh my God, this shit is so cool. Like, yeah, they're doing it very, very on purpose. And I love that. I do like, uh, what's it called? Speaking of the art style in that background, uh, sorry, the flashback uh, with her brother, the, the background, like the painted flowers looked really nice. Like there's a there's a scene where um, you could see like the flowers in the foreground and they were kind of covering her brother as they were like walking away. And then you see the background was painted really, really nice. And it was like a really nice contrast between the characters and the setting. The whole setting was really fucking cool in, in general. I love that he had those paintings up on the wall and they were like super, uh, super realistic, like photorealistic to, to real mm -hmm. life. And then... Um, that then he had the big ass organ down there that was cool as shit. It was it was some, some real uh, super villain vibes. I, I was loving yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of like I got the mood immediately. Yeah, like evil organ, evil. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's that instrument called? The one you the oh my god, the thing that uh, Makoto was playing. Uh, it's like European. He was playing an instrument. Yeah, like one. Yeah, it was like a oh, an accordion. There we go. Oh, that. I don't, thing. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was playing it. He was playing at some bit. point when he was talking. I think when Janome was probably like coagulating, um, centrifuging Sawa's blood. I think that's when yes. Makoto was talking. I think that's when she was playing it. I was I was probably looking at my phone because I'm an asshole. Well, you know, were you satisfied when she got her arm bitten off or? torn off or whatever it was that was wild why why is makoto such a she, she's okay, such wait. a flyby fucking night hold on so we have to give context here so obviously makoto going into this into this episode was like oh makoto's a bad bad you know she's a villain like she's on the side of, of Janome, right mm -hmm. and then just on the same pace as the rest of the episode everything is just fucking flying by uh makoto's like Nah, I'm gonna kill these snakes now. Right after you said, just out of nowhere. Right, I still never understood Cause, that. Because Saba was like, "Why did you betray us?" And then Makoto was like, "For true freedom." And you're like, "Okay, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. that means." Right. And then Makoto was just standing by Asahi, covered in a billion snakes, because that's a good prison. So then Makoto's like, "Nah, I'm gonna cut these motherfuckers in half." So he does it, and then all of a sudden, Janome is like, "Well." Or I'm sorry, she. And then John May's like, well, you know, these snakes have blue blood in them because that means something in this show. And you can't fight all of them. And on cue, gets her arm ripped off by a snake. Shocker. So then you're like, okay. Like, well, so, what was the point? Yeah. A good person. Again? What is happening in the show? I, I, don't, I don't know. Why did you kidnap her? Why did you kidnap Sawa to bring her to John May? To... Because I feel like the only the only thing that she did was free uh, was free her. But why didn't she do that first instead of trying to fight the snakes by herself? Shout out to the bloodstain 
on the wall behind her after she got her arm bit off. That was great. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, yes. Oh, I didn't see it. Good it little was detail, like, it yeah. was like because the the animation was was catching me all episode uh, and like the color contrast with the blues and the the reds and all that that shit was so right. when i saw that i was like yeah yeah shout, just shout out to that well so and can um, can we also i'm sorry adam i was gonna say can we also talk about her deus ex machina brother well that's what i was about to lead into was, okay uh, please please so all of a sudden you know in very dramatic villain fashion jodame is starting to say like you know okay now the spotlight is zooming in on whoever's on this wall and all of a sudden sawa sees her brother up on the wall who she thought died with the rest of her clan and he's you know all decrepit he's all you know skinny uh skin and bones type of deal and I also like you saw his blue eyes before it got up to his face. And I was like, that's a good little detail. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hint. You literally seconds before you figure out who it is. Right. I mean, if you're if you're competent with how anime flashbacks work, you kind of saw this coming. But right. Um, at the same time, it was like, oh, shit. And then another great scream by Sawa because she saw her brother up on the wall. And that's when his big reveal was like, I've been keeping your brother. I didn't kill him but obviously for my own reasons. And then that was when the whole Makoto and the snake deal, she broke Sawa out and- uh, Makoto's face turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, like right she, after the heel turn. She's, yeah, she's she's uh, this anime's big show in a right? sense. <laughs> yes, 1000%. Nonstop heel and face turns. So is she dead? No, she, she escaped. Remember when she threw a bomb at the ceiling cause she got her arm ripped off by a snake. And then she had her little like a grappling hook, and then just she fly yes. away. Yeah, but right before then, she sent a coded message to, I guess, oh, to right. Hanakaze and two. Jin. And then that's why that that's when they figured out that it was in the basement of the uh, water treatment facility. Um, right. So <laughs> the show's just all over the place. It's so all over the place. So let's get to the fight. Time out. Time out. Before we get to the fight, one one last thing. Did you guys notice? when oh that we were talking about why she would she would uh face turn again the only reason why i could i could possibly think of is that because she loves Sewa so much that she was like you know i i want to be with her so bad so even though i can't have her this is my last little ploy but i just want to hear you guys thoughts on what you guys thought as far as why she would do it that's yet to be determined I think that's going to be revealed we will in find the next out? episode. Yeah, yeah, because okay. she's not dead. Well, what are you guys' speculations? I, I had no like. I didn't think there was any like romantic inclination about it. I didn't feel that either. I feel like that there is because of their earlier conversations in episode two. That's the only reason why. Sorry, I'm opening a beer. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, I'm not that. <laughs> I don't know. I just think she likes scheming or she doesn't know what the heck she wants. I was like, if you wanted to free her from her burden, all you really, all Makoto really did was give context for how Janome transformed. That's all she really provided for this episode. Pretty much. But the thing is, that was like the revelation of her brother still being alive just to later die in front of her. Like that changed everything. I feel like that's going to change her entire motivations. And especially because of what he said to her at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll but we'll get, get to that. that. Yeah. So my my speculation is that for some reason, like Makoto 
felt it was the best in her position to make everyone assume that she had turned, you know, against it. Unless Jin was behind it all along because he was- See, that's another thing. Well, right, but also like, I don't know, but my speculation is that Jin did have some involvement and Makoto was the best person to come across as like a double cross, even though it was like a right. fucking triple cross. But for some reason, somewhere within the continuity of the show, Makoto had to get the trust of Janame along the line so that she could get Sawa in there and have Sawa kill Janame, you know, in the way that she did. Right. But I don't, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a better reason than that. Again, the show is just all over the place immediately in one episode. It's crazy. I can like see I said, that. I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts. I, I appreciate you getting into it with me. I'm so used to major plot points being dragged across multiple weeks and multiple episodes, like with Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and all these more traditional animes. So for something to, in 22 minutes, just completely change the entire direction of the show, like, I feel like the episodes are too short. <laughs> it's like I'm getting a movie's worth of content so quickly they do though we we talked about um on the episode that the episode that you weren't here with us what we talked about this uh how fast they throw shit at you Uh, episode two was just like this where they were just like nope we're moving let's go let's go next 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 (laughs) right like next clue more info more info so far there's only been four episodes that we've watched but like it feels like the first episode is very slow until like the very end episode Mm. two is very quick Episode three was more, more like slower paced up until the very end where it was like a big reveal where here's the supposed main villain. And then episode four was just, here's all of it. Here's <laughs> fucking everything you need to know. Here's everything. Here's every fight that you want to see like right now. It's so here's weird. the wrap up for everything exactly. that you've seen in the first three yes. episodes. Exactly. It, it, it felt like a season finale, and it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> we'll so one thing like, I do want to say is that here? I do, obviously, like what Whoopi mentioned earlier, is that like a lot of animes are very dragged out. They're very, you know, there's filler, and then there, one arc is carried out throughout like several episodes, aka several weeks at a time. But if you look at like a show like One Punch Man, Every episode is just so fast. Things happen immediately. There's an overarching like theme, but like at the same time, Saitama is just like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do me. And by him doing him, that means that people are gonna just explode because he flicks his finger. <laughs> the difference with that one is like that's comedic. I so know. it works. But the thing exactly. And that's why I think like some shows are kind of taking cues from a show like that because it was so popular. So like mm-hmm. I don't I just don't know if it's working with this show though, because like I said, it can be one episode is so fast and the next episode is drawn out. And it, it should be a show where things are drawn out. That's like the like the feel for the show. Then again, we haven't watched the rest of the season, so maybe things are very well thought out and we just don't know. But again, this is just back to the whole speculation. There's just, there's no happiness anywhere in the show. Like (laughs) people are dying. No, like literally there's no jokes. People are dying every episode. Everything is just like. Makoto literally lost it all. It is, it's so bleak. Yeah, it's so bleak. And it's so like negative. 
like where's the happy ending be let's let's talk about how the episode actually ended so you know there's a big fight between john may who's a giant snake creature now and sawa transforms into her you know like demon form or whatever and she's getting her mm-hmm. ass beat at first right uh, handedly because because my man hit the the cell final form exactly in classic dragon ball z fashion she's like nah dog i'm about to go super saiyan 2 on your ass and her exactly. hair flies back exactly yes and then her, her her animation gets even more jagged shocker because it, dude eventually she's gonna get so powerful where she's just blur she's just like the animator is just like this on screen just fucking <laughs> Like that's how you're drawing lines just for movement. Yeah, no color at when, all. Like, like when they moved Jimmy's outline and added. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So she transformed again. She powered up. And then all of a sudden, she's cutting snakes in half left and right. And, yes. she, oh and this is my favorite part because she always, she always has a different line to say whenever she's about to whoop somebody's ass. She was like, she went full, full on like, you will pay. Oh, I wrote this down to what the quote she says. What she say, Jamal? Said I'm tired of these goddamn snakes. <laughs> she starts off. This is not part of it. I guess this is how she started off. Vengeance for my clan, justice for my family. I'm taking it all now. And then this is when she starts to freaking work. So the snakes, Janome sends like two snakes fly at you know Sawa. She ducks, and it's like the slightest hint of pity. She cuts up some snakes. Then she jumps up to the ceiling. Oh, I forgot about that. I like how smooth the animation was. Then she says the briefest flicker of hesitation. She jumps back down. She stabs a snake in the head. And then another snake is, like, coming right for her, about to bite her. Then she, like, have her open her arm ready to, like, grab the snake. Like, nah, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. For you, for only you. And then, you know, she throws the snake, I guess, cuts that off. And then this stabs her sword into snake run towards the nome there'll be and then she said there'll be absolutely none like no pity no hesitation for you then she goes up on him slices him up in half that was clean like from behind no 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 from place no stomach. from the front it was, yeah it was from the front straight up no 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 but like that oh, the view the... looked like she was she was facing away from him. Oh, like she yeah. brought the sword up like this oh. way and then turned around. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, yeah, the whole they... animation of that was so fucking vicious. Like, because he gets split in half, right? So then he's like, he like falls apart from each half falls apart and it falls on the floor. And then he start. I can't remember what he said, but then all of a sudden he starts talking how you're cutting how oh, he said he said uh he said revenge huh oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and die. yeah he was basically saying oh revenge like we're basically the same and then all of a sudden you just see blood fucking everywhere it just all falls out at the same time because that's how liquids work in the show how would you guys feel if someone just started saying some haiku or some poetic shit while whooping your ass i'd be so angry <laughs> I do so angry. <laughs> that just got thought to me while I was watching the episode. I'm like, she's really just spitting, like, rapping or saying some poetic shit while she's, like, bars. <laughs> Mom was like, yo, I would be so distraught. I'm like, yo, what the fuck do I do with my life now? It's like getting in a bar fight and, like, you're fighting, like, three dudes, right? And each one of them is spitting off, like, Shakespeare lines, but they're feeding off of one another. 
And you're just like, one, you're getting your ass beat because everyone's just like drunk at a bar. But then two, like these guys are so intelligent. Like what the fuck is going on? Quoting Macbeth yeah. while I'm giving like, you one I'm not trying to think about fucking uh, mid, a Midsummer Night Dream or whatever the fuck it is. Like, Taming of the Shrew. Taming of the Shrew. Like I'm getting my fucking ass kicked. What is this shit? Oh my god! Bastards! Oh man, it's it's a very it's a very fast paced beat down, mm-hmm. and just like you said, Adam, about the pacing of each episode, this episode didn't. How did this episode start? So, because I watched uh, three and four, but like at the very beginning, was she already kidnapped? Yeah. Yes. So what it picked off was it picked off Adam Janome saying like I'm looking forward to seeing the siblings reunited or something along those lines. He takes off right. his granny mask and whatever, and then you know says something. And then it goes into like an opening cutscene or something like that. Yeah, and all it was okay. was like uh, Sabo was on her way, and then like this is very early in the episode. She like you know she's like okay, well I need to go get uh, Asahi, and then Jin cuts her off in the car, and then it just goes right. from there. Okay, so. The reason I, I bring that up is because after the fight, so she kills him. We have the uh, revenge, huh? And he's gone. And now she's trying to talk to her brother. And she, mm-hmm. like, every everything's on fire now. And, like, now they need to escape. She's trying to get her brother. But her brother believes that he's dying. And he's like, hey, I can't do this anymore. You know, you need to go. I'm blind. I can't even see. And, and she's like, really? oh, well, I'll die. <laughs> here with you like i'll die here with you it's fine you know the fact the fact that the biggest thing for him was not i've been here for years i've just been starved and like (laughs) i've been tested on through my blood it none of that was like i've dealt with so much pain and anguish over the years i just want to die none of that had anything to do with one him wanting to die he was like i can't see shit baby (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like, he was like, dog. He was like, dog. I can't see shit. I'm about to die right now. And she was like, what do you, what, what do you mean? Like, let me just get you. Like, we're gonna leave now. He's like, I can't. I can't even see where I'm going, baby. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm cool. I'm I'm light cool. on fire right now. <laughs> and the thing is she was so ready she was so ready to die with him yeah but that damn child yeah she started breathing like like, oh "Oh, damn i can't leave her here (laughs) that's said is someone else there one one key moment that we actually forgot was when uh her brother threw the serum on janame when he was in snake form and it burned him and that's why the whole place was on fire it it was like a yellow liquid gonna bring that up i okay but if you can't see how did you get that Right, that is like, true. That is. <laughs> plot hole, plot hole. So you can win the fight. You can win the fight, but you can't leave. <laughs> he was you like, can win the fight, but you can't see. Like, yeah, I know I just won the fight for you, like basically single handedly, but I still can't see anything. I have to die. Like, no, that's she literally was not going to win if he did not do that. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're so skinny, but all we need to do is give you some fucking sushi, and you'll be fine. Like, have like seven meals in a row, and you'll be okay. You'll just have to be blind. Blindness. I used my sonic radar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's it. My 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 bat sonar to get to the fucking (laughs) the the flammable liquid oh so conveniently located 
within throwing distance of his head. I can't. And, oh, bro, and, and hit him. And hit him. In the face. Can't see. You haven't eaten in months. But you can aim. You can see. You can smell. You can walk. But immediately after that, I ran to die on the spot. Oh. <laughs> this is just a, it was a forced death is what it was. Oh, my God. It was suicide by wind. It's, it's all right. good. It'll put it'll push her character forward. That that's what I'm that's what I'm chalking it up to. She literally forgot the entire plot, like the entire reason she was there when she saw her brother. She was ready to die and forgot about the child. And we'll be right back. BRB. And we're back from the transition. All right, and we're talking about how. Uh, did do we find out her brother's name? I don't think so. I think we just know him as Onichan. Right. Yeah, Onichan. The the superhero. And that was funny that she went to the little girl for the longest time. Oh, the little sibling thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that she was going by her her brother's name. That was great. No, no, no. Onichan means like sibling, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Brother I didn't know that. Interesting. But, um, what's it called? I just I cannot believe he really just copped out like that. You're gonna save the day and die, and I, that's the part of like the show that makes the pacing like really apparent. Like I, I don't know. Like I'm I'm becoming frustrated with the show, but I will continue to watch it because I am interested in the characters. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so much. It's just so much happening at once. Why are you getting frustrated? Well, I mean, with everything I just explained about him saving the day and just deciding that he's over it after that, just the lack of any happiness in the show. Like, I, I mean, it's only been four episodes. So I'm expecting greatness still. And I still believe in the show. It's just, like wow i'm new to it do you remember i guess that's what it is at the end so when she killed uh janome the show paused and there was like a dialogue like an internal dialogue from sawa saying like is this it like what else is there to do now upon fulfillment of a long-held dream so what fills the mind is this moment truly all there is oh no i think that's part of it too i think like like they know how quickly they wrapped up what everyone thought would be the first season at least and so with that being said like they are it's a serious show but i also think that like they know where they want to go with it from here on for the next you know eight episodes so i think all of us agree that like it happened really quickly and that could be for the benefit or the detriment of the show itself but with them knowing how fast it happened i think we're in for quite the experience so are you expecting like a tonal shift no not not necessarily a tonal shift but i think in like an expositional shift like it's not just janome anymore like there's something bigger behind like she has to be a parent now yeah it's the first four episodes is pretty much like a prologue but instead of it stretching out to the entire season like say vinland saga it's only in the first four episodes like, I just, where do you go from here is exactly the question. Right. And who is the overarching villain if... Yeah. Well, I think John May was answering to someone, and I think we're going to find that out very soon, who 
that someone is. Yeah, who's the big bad, the real big bad? I don't think that Jin is behind it, but I think he plays a bigger part than like, like he already plays a big part, like behind the scenes of like, you know, how things operate. But I think right. if he was part of Okono's plan to uh, get into Janami's ranks, then we'll see things kind of open up a little bit more. I don't know. I, I think we're, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that it is a little frustrating how fast it all happened, but at the same time, it was satisfying. Like I mentioned my initial reaction to you guys via chat, uh, via text message, but I think that they know that that reaction is coming from their viewers um, because with how the show has gone, like they're not dumb. Like they're not just people making a show for the shit of it. Right. Right. Of course. I think we have uh, a lot to look forward to in the next uh, two thirds of the, of the season. I really hope so. I really hope so too. And I might just be talking on my ass and it might just be, Oh, this is a comedy show now. And like, okay, but I doubt it. You know, uh, there's hardly any jokes. The only jokes is by outlandish. Some of these characters are, that's the only joke, but yet, it's all seriousness and the fact that these are who these characters are, like how Hanukkah just fucks every, every, every chance that she gets. So is she like a sex worker? No, I think she's just a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> she said one time, like, oh, we don't know when we're going to die. So we might as well have fun with as many butterflies as we can or something like that. But didn't she kill that guy right after she said that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in her character. Apparently, you're going to see some more of her in the next episode. Because the way that it was uh, leading up, it seems like her and, and Jen are about to walk up on everything. So it's I'm true. excited. Uh, are there any more thoughts on where we think that the show is going from here on out? I, I, I believe it might be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, and this next episode might be lighthearted, kind of like a slow pace. But then at the end, we, we'll see like where it goes. Maybe something with Shogun Yoshinobu. Maybe we'll finally figure out who Joran or Joran is. Right. And maybe, I don't know. And remember in that first, like the very first episode of the season, saw one of transformation was fighting this like one like demon type lord or whatever. Maybe we'll learn more about like what the heck like that was or something. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of questions unanswered. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Maybe we'll see what happens Definitely. to Makoto, too, since the pacing of the show is very quickly. Maybe we'll find out what happens, what happened to her. Right. Is she going to get a prosthetic? I'm going to do the entire surgery in three minutes. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. Give the whole training montage, and then it's like a cybernetic, you know, and now she got powers and all that. I, I don't know, but anything can happen. What happened with the changeling? Is the changeling thing all done or like what? Because Genome was in charge of the whole changeling, but what happens now then? Also, can anybody drink the blood and like get that power? That's another question. And also, I want to know what like the limits of her power are. Because if this new guy could get so strong so fast, and like he's not, you know, of that pure bloodline and he can just do it, like, is there more that she can do? Because, again, she didn't win until her brother saved her ass. My last thought that I want to leave you guys with. Is there more of her family out there that's still alive? Do you think that that there might be other parts of her clan? Because her brother said, as long as, as our clan is still lives, there will be more that come after us, right? So I'm wondering if he's just referring to her or if 
he's saying like, uh, no, there's there's more than just you out there. I'm going to go with it's just her. Like this was the whole like what we said, like this show, this episode just stole Naruto's whole flow. Like I I, I feel the Karas Mori clans like the Uchiha clan. Oh, you're going to kill everybody. And I feel like it's no, just there's her. some cousins. There's some cousins sitting around. You think somewhere. there's some cousins? Of course. But Jamal, up until this point, we thought her whole clan was dead until this episode. So that leads me to believe that there might be a couple more uh, out there. She's going to end up having to fight. She's going to have to fight one of them. Nah, it's going to be a teaser. You're going to think it's going to fight, and then there's no fight that's going to happen. And I'm going to be like, oh, of course. No, the way this show gets to the gets to the shits so fast, there's no way. And I've been talking about this since the uh, the first episode, about how, you know, when they're ready to fight, they are ready to fight. Bang, bang. That's why, so, like, I don't need um, no talking between dialogue. We're going to fight and then talk afterwards because someone's enabled to fight or something. And that's what I do like about this show. Right, like remember when they were looking for? I think they were looking for the uh, the cleaner, the two female assassins, and they like almost you know put their swords to each other's necks, talking about oh I thought you were the I thought you were the cleaner, and then Sawa says I thought you didn't like liars, <laughs> like she wow. like she really wants her dead. <laughs> it's, it's so wild, bro. It's great. Their motivations are so unclear. But I guess we'll we'll find out all of these things in the next few episodes. Four, to be exact, because then we're going to have another villain die. Exactly. Yeah, more villain deaths. Everyone loves that. <laughs> I was just starting to like Janome. He was, like, like I said, he was a great heel. He had a fucking fantastic hideout. I'm upset that he got taken from us so early. But Yeah, it sucks to see Orochimaru go so soon. And so, like, was he impersonating the old lady or that old lady never existed? Never. Existed. I'm pretty sure he just had Orochimaru powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just posing as an old lady. Shape-shifting ass. This show is a lot, bro. This show is a lot. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Can't wait for episode five. Me neither. Next Sunday. Sounds good. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Of course. We got to see what happens next. Now it's time for Knockout City. Oh, yes, please, please hop on. So until next time. All right, boys. Otaku Street out.